Welcome to the final episode of season four of Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. I'm Kanong and I slayed King George. No, he didn't. I'm Brooke Jowett and I took out George. <laughs> you wish. I'm Shannon Gus and I took out George. You didn't even want George to go. Anyway, let's <laughs> no, get into this. I would have this. laid down my sword <laughs> like Jerry did. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so Liz. Liz has just been crowned sole survivor of Heroes v Villains. Winner of Australian Survivor Heroes versus Villains, Liz. What do you think? Do you think she Woo! deserved it? Girl power. Yes. I am all for this. Good on her. Honestly, I feel like she had so many ups and downs. Mm. She was on the bottom for quite a while. She mm. managed to work those relationships. She's a fierce competitor. She's strong as hell. I love her. I knew that you would because of that her. physical threat. Like, I know. Uh, like uh, that. Liz is so is such a you player. Mm, she wins me over. Yeah, you love to see like a baller woman mm. She's a baller. win the game, and I think that that was such a big part of her win. The way that she can go into final tribal council and be like the strong kind of stoic <laughs> woman who backs herself, mm. and I love seeing that. And I think that so much of the satisfaction for me was coming in and seeing how impressive she was at that final tribal yes. council and how much she could speak very specifically and with strength about mm. her game. And I think that that is crucial because I think that the path that she put herself in, clearly, you know, there are like little pitfalls there. Like she, you know, she's blindsided, let alone Shawnee, but even like at the final five, she's not getting the pathway that she necessarily mm. wants, mm -hmm. even if that would have been the best thing for her. She doesn't get to keep Shawnee on the jury. She, there's, a, there's a loss of power there based on some of the choices she made because she chooses to go with George. Mm -hmm. she, she chooses to actively invest in that relationship, which I think, again, we've just discussed it, you can debate it, but there's, there's validity to it. But then she has to pull it out, and mm. she does. She pulls out, you know, a Final Four Challenge win and then a phenomenal Final Tribal Council that I think really narratively satisfies mm. me because of how well she could advocate for mm. herself. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that she did the best at that Tribal Council, um, the Fresh final. Bar. Her pitch was amazing, but also the way that she answered the questions thrown at her. She had specific examples for every single mm -hmm. thing. She backed herself the entire way, and she was the only one out of the three who kind of didn't um and ah uh and give yeah. excuses. It was kind of just like, no, this is me, this, this is, is why I, I should win. Yeah, I like that she sat there strong and she was like letting Matt have his piece and then was like, no, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did that and I, I love it. I think owning it and owning those moves. She was so strong when she was talking to George as well, which I feel like you could see he really appreciated mm. that from a jury perspective. Yeah. She nailed it. You know what she's done very well? And you'll notice it in past seasons of Survivor as well. The pitching at the end, she mentions specific mm -hmm. people, which then reconnects her to the jury, makes them feel like they're a crucial part of her game. The reason that she's sitting there is because of certain people. It's like, I'm sorry I did this to you, but I needed to do that to you mm -hmm. because it, got me, it gets me here. It's like an apology, but not an apology. Yeah. yeah. Just giving people a little bit of attention that gets yes. their love back. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's Survivor. We all just want the attention, yeah. right? <laughs> I think that's pretty clear. But I think that narratively for me, I, I like this. I mean, I think the whole narrative of the season was always going to be George's win or George's loss. Mm. And it still remains that for me. But then for her coming in for the win to kind of yeah, be that baseline for what we'll remember about George, she mentions her alliances. And I think it's critical to her game and critical to the narrative of the season, a season that's been based on these beautiful long-term story arcs. The fact that she's a villain, I feel like a villain needed to win this season. Mm. Like, the villains made up that first, like, first three weeks, the heroes were basically not doing a lot because they were winning challenges, yeah. and the villains went to hell and back. So for her to experience that and I think be such a big part of that pre-swap with Shawnee, probably even more instrumental than we saw, I think that's amazing. Part of the vigilantes, as she said, Spice Girl, she represents Shawnee, who's been, who was such a big character. George in parts as well, as they all kind of did. So 
for me, narratively, the way that you represent these different parts of the season, mm. I think is, is a satisfying conclusion to that within the beautiful defeat of George really being like what we remember as well. Would you have wanted any more from her pitch? I don't like, see I, what more she could have done. Yeah. I think, if anything, some of the stuff frustrated me. I'm like, oh, she's getting kudos for things we've argued about. You know, the flick, the saving flick with her idol, which was something I was like, this should be negative points. But it's, it's how she can campaign to it. And it did come back. It came back to her individuality. Mm. It came back to what she could really rely on mm. because so much became, you've all been called George's pawn. So yeah. who is going to turn into maybe, you know, a queen or a king? Like, that, that's what it became. Well, I think that with calling out that flick vote, it was kind of a way to guarantee that she'll get a flick vote because it was like, I mm. backed you, I was willing to use my you idol for you. You still feel bad about what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is really intelligent. Like, uh, again, it's that whole connecting back to a jury member mm -hmm. that makes them go, oh, I should really give this to you. And I think she did really good because how many girls did we have on the jury? We've got Hayley, Flick, Nina, Nina, Nina. now. Yeah. It's not the majority, but she's also playing into that female girl power thing really, really well, especially at the start of her pitch. And I think you can see their, their responses that that is resonating with them. And I feel like she would have won me with that. Well, that's all you kind of really need, right? Three or four votes. Mm. Like, it's just a, such a small jury that you only need three such or four. Such a small jury. But I think as well that it matters and it resonates because women have done so well in Australian Survivor to the point where the men started saying, hey... And started making male alliance to, like, really push back against that. And Mark does that so well mm. as an example. And I think for Liz to be able to come here, we talk about the parabolic women and, you know, do so well through the beginning part of the game, get through maybe, maybe a trickier middle game and get to this point in her own way. Again, there are things that you can agree and disagree with the way that she got there, but she needed to pull it out. And she does it in such a Liz way. I don't know if we've ever had someone so... I don't know that stoic is the word. I'm, word. I'm trying to think of a better word. She just has an attitude like... The way she can ask for more spikes in the challenge, the way that she'll stare down David Zaharakis and say, I'm playing it for Shawnee. Like, it comes across as very badass. It's ballsy. Yeah, exactly. And that was her whole attitude in Final Tribal Councils. When she comes in with that bravado, you sit up and you listen, and she, and she, and she gains that respect. So mm. her whole affect, I think, was very impressive. Mm, mm. No, I agree. Congratulations to Liz. Worthy winner. Okay, let's circle back a couple of days before our sole survivor was crowned. I changed my mind at trial. Yeah, I'm well aware, and you just signed my death warrant, so thanks for that, George. Why do you think so? Are you joking? It doesn't change the equation. You, Jerry, and Matt are like this. I'm not an idiot. I know exactly what's happened, because now if I don't win that immunity necklace, I'm toast. Such an important vote. Look, that was pretty tense, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> after so Nina Lee, that is so tense. But I like that she called it Same. straight out. She was like, are you kidding me? Like, we're supposed to be working together and you do this? Yeah, I think it's because she knows. She pretty much is stuffed at this point <laughs> because it is a three against one and it's mm. not subtle. It's very obvious. So mm. I feel like she's sassy and <laughs> it I needed like to it. happen. But look at that face. Like, he was like, oh, like... Yeah. yeah. But this not was my stoked. concern with Liz going with George through the game. You know, she gets to a point where she has to win challenges and, you know, really advocate for herself really well, and she does that. But it was about losing, as I've said, I feel like a, a broken record, but it was about losing that agency to not get through a final pathway as she might want to, to be blindsided at a vote like this. But I kind of feel like, was Liz saved from herself? Definitely in terms of Shawnee. Like, she was planning mm -hmm. on going to the end with Shawnee, and that, like, she's a losing finalist uh -huh. to Shawnee. Versus, like, even if she keeps Nina here and takes out Matt, can she beat George at the end? I wouldn't think so. Like, now that we know it's going to be a final three, can she beat Nina? 
with her friends on the jury. I mean, that's, that's an interesting one for her to kind of consider from that viewpoint. So I think maybe, like, it kind of works out for her. But I, I mean, I like to see when the players have control kind of over that mm. pathway. So I, while I feel she pulls it out really well, this was my concern going down that path with George because he can do anything like this at any time, and he has. Yeah, look, but honestly, I think George's face there kind of says he's kind of a little bit worried now mm -hmm. because Liz is offside and she is such a challenge threat. And yeah. we still have one, actually two, but we yeah, one immunity that. challenge. Yeah, yeah but one immunity <laughs> challenge left. And I think that if I was in his position, I'd be like, Liz can take this mm -hmm. and she might not take me with her. I think Liz has done so well, this is just a side note, up until this point to pretend she was all peachy with mm -hmm. George. Mm -hmm. That would not have been easy. And you can kind of feel like it's just a build-up of all of that anger for everything George has done to her is kind of coming out at this moment. Well, because it's all or nothing now. There's four of them left. There's nothing to lose here. Like, she really needs to go for it because she's already in the minority. Yeah. Like, there's three mm -hmm. against one. So she has to just take her shot. <laughs> it's interesting as well, she's so mad about it, but then, like, a week prior, she had voted out Nina. Like, I know that it was decided at Tribal Council, but I feel like there's some inconsistencies there that I'm kind of confused about on that final pathway. But I do think this George and Liz relationship has been such an interesting one and clearly, like, a, a real relationship that's been important. She even later says that it was hard to write his name down and vote him out. So I think that it's a difficult one because he keeps taking out your allies and just, like, again, the <laughs> scorpion and the frog. But there's clearly a closeness there that she has, and again, actively utilised. Yeah. Well, you said that she did want to vote out Nina earlier, but I think the difference is she didn't know about this one. So I think it's less about mm -hmm. the Nina vote and more mm -hmm. about the betrayal yeah. and not being in on the vote itself. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. that must feel terrible to be blindsided there, to get beat in front of the jury, to be robbed of your agency, to be robbed of your, mm. your choices. Like, I can 100% see how that's, like, a really hard thing for her. Yeah, look, things were definitely not looking good for Liz. How did you feel watching her struggle through that challenge, though? So are we talking about the... The net and the claustrophobia? Yeah. The net. Oh the net. Well, her even throwing that ball, I was I like, know. just get it in! Like, just get it on! I know, but sometimes those things happen and the more you miss, the more frustrated you yeah. get and you just it just doesn't work. But doing that crawling one, I did something like that on the challenge that I had to... That I lost and I got voted out from All Stars, mm. okay. and I had to, <laughs> and I had to drag my body under the ropes, holding puzzle pieces that were so heavy, mm. and that was probably what destroyed me in that challenge. It was so tough, so mm. I can kind of feel her pain. Up for this show? How heavy are we talking? Could you put it in it front was, of you and push it? No, no, no. Oh, right, it okay. was like dragging right. through the sand. Whereas they had gravel that looked Work out painful. I know, sorry. <laughs> Do better. Do better, pregnant lady. No, but like can relate. <laughs> can relate. It's not it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah. Like it's very, very tough, especially if you're claustrophobic, that would be a nightmare. It's so hard as well. Because I mean at that point they're playing for an extra vote. We know that's gonna be in the juror removal, but that was a tough one. I mean, if that was the final four immunity challenge into a final four to a final three challenge to a final two, mm. that probably is it for Liz. So Obviously, the stakes were a little lower, which was good. Mm. But in some some version of reality, that is like a game-ending challenge, unfortunately. Well, it's funny you, you talk about the the two ex, the extra votes or the two votes because I thought that that was going to be to send someone home that wasn't Same. on the jury. Yeah, yeah, I think that's and what I they like, wanted you to do. That's not. That's not better. Like, I would rather the immunity. I don't want an extra vote. That does nothing. I mean, definitely, Matt would have preferred immunity to a final yeah. two that he was planning for then. I mean, I think he does really well with the juror removal, mm. but I'd much rather... He, he was clearly planning for a final two, so I definitely would rather send Liz out there, send George out at a final three, mm. you know, try and out last minute challenge, which he would have done. That was his entire plan, mm. and it gets derailed here. You can even see how he's pivoting in the moment because they hadn't been anticipating that and planning for that. With that episode, there were obviously two twists, one being the extra vote and then mm -hmm. the second being the juror removal. What do we think of that entire situation? 
I don't know. I wasn't prepared no, for I it. No, neither was I. <laughs> I, didn't think, I thought the jury was already, like, a bit small, so I didn't expect them to be getting rid of someone. And, of course, it's Shawnee. Like, oh, yeah. I need yeah. more Shantan, and she's gone now. I know. So, that's so unfortunate about Shawnee being removed from the jury of all the people. I, I feel like that is painful. It. Like, yeah. I understand why Matt wanted to get rid of Shawnee, because yeah. knowing Shawnee and know, <laughs> having worked with Shawnee and being such a close ally of hers, she cannot contain how much love she has for her friends. Like, she, once she had been voted out in All Stars and I was still <laughs> sitting down there, I'd walk in with my immunity necklace and she'd be like, yes! She's like it. the most cheerful, happy thing ever when mm. she sees her friends succeed and she doesn't hide it. Yeah. So I can completely see from their perspective they would have known, hands down, she'd be voting for Liz. I feel like we were blindsided, like, because it was the second last episode and I was like, Oh, okay, it's going to be a final two. That's why it's the second last episode. And I was like, oh, it's not a final two. It's no. a final three. And we've yes. just been, like, totally blindsided yeah. here. Oh, my God. Blindsided the audience with the juror <laughs> removal. <I know>. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> now, it's a great twist, though. Has this ever happened before? Let's talk about it in World of Survivor. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so in World of Survivor, we're talking about juror removal. And yes, jury removals have happened across all the franchises, US, Australia, Survivor, South Africa. Not like this, though. Usually one person will win a challenge to individually send someone off the jury. And it's a non-elimination twist that I've actually endorsed before. Like, if you're going to have a non-elimination, I think, have the stakes high, which they clearly are with the juror removal, but don't break the game because it's, it's out of game. No one's, like, coming back into the game as an example, which is something audience can not enjoy. But the juror removal twist is definitely controversial. Because it will take out someone like Shawnee because it kind of feels like, you know, you get that far and it's your right to sit on a jury and campaign for who you want to do and have your peace and have your safe. Is it something that you guys enjoyed? Yeah, I kind of um, did like it because it's harsh, it's savage, and I love that it was Shawnee because I felt as though... <laughs> oh, my um, God. Yeah. Anyway, that's my... I hate that it was... <laughs> I hate that it was Shawnee, but at the same time, I think she saw it coming. Yeah. I also, yeah, it was just not a shock to her at all. I would be more upset about the FOMO of missing out on that final mm. tribal council. Like, that mm. would be, if I was a person voted out, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to miss all the celebrations yeah. or the party. Well, here's the thing about juror removal. So, as I said, like, so we've seen it in the past, and it, what it can do is it can show to the jury your read on the situation, especially when someone has had one vote, you know, their own vote to, to send someone out of the jury. What's interesting about it is we've seen people like in the US, Michelle Fitzgerald, as an example, she sends out someone who wasn't going to vote for her, who would have been an enemy. The jury sees you have a good read on the game. You know how people are perceiving you. You know that this is mm, the correct thing mm. to do. We've seen in Survivor South Africa, like Jean, she took out Verna. Verna was a friend to her. He was going to campaign for her. He was an ally for her. And it made the jury think, you don't know what we're thinking. You're reading the perception of us wrong. This is now like an indictment on your game. And I thought what was interesting about this juror removal was that it actually really, I felt, endorsed Matt and not Liz. They, they all had the power, mm -hmm. which is interesting in and of itself, like to vote someone out, as yeah. Liz does, vote them out of the jury, and then they're still sitting there, you know, to, to, trying to give you oh, a vote or yeah, not. That's, that's an true. interesting part. But I think it showed, again, Liz's lack of agency in the position that she mm. found herself in. And for Matt, I think it really did show his intentionality yeah. and how he was planning to then take out George, go to this new twisty final three with Liz and try to take out an advocate, a strong advocate for Liz. So I think it actually really quite endorsed where Matt was at and was mm. a very good vote for him. But I, I thought it was interesting. I know that, you know, it's a controversial one. And then if, if, if anything was going to make it more controversial, it's Shawnee mm. being taken out with it. This is, this is what everyone complains about, for well, sure. Speaking about Matt, Matt got really ruthless by this point of the game. Yeah, I, I don't know whether we quite all grasp how much George is actually playing us right now with who he wants gone. He only mm -hmm. wants Simon gone mm -hmm. because Simon okay. could vote for either of us. He's not going to vote for George. 
I think it has to be Shawnee tonight. For me, you and my extra vote would send Shawnee home. Um, Come in, George. We're just discussing that we do think it should be Simon. Oh, good yeah. I, I think um, you're not. You're happy. Mm -hmm. I reckon that's great gameplay. What do you think? Let a player play. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> So this is so interesting for me. Firstly, I was like, are they gonna do this to Simon after the whole narrative? Is this how it, please let the man live for one second, like to also take him off the jury. He I was worried. It was funny how George was like, how can I get what I want out of this by A, taking Simon off the jury, but B, appealing about it in a way that is just like, he doesn't even deserve to be there. And that's the emotional way that he can kind of react to it. But it's interesting, I think, how George treats the juror removal. Cause I kind of felt like, maybe George should let this one go to the keeper. You know, like, George is going to get there, and if you respect the game, which I, I think they, they would have, then he's, he's in an okay spot mm. anyway. Like, is that one vote, even in a small jury, that important, where you can look like, I'm loyal, I'm a team player, you're making decisions too, this decision, that doesn't mean as much to me. Mm. I kind of felt like it's something he didn't have to push as hard on, and we see that he doesn't. He does prioritise trying to really, really invest in that loyalty with Matt and Jerry, which is all that he has mm. at that mm. point. That's mm. the only way he could even possibly try to get through in a way that I think really worked with Jerry and was really great social gameplay. So I like the way that he did this by being like, even if this one isn't my, my true will, that's okay. Well, because he has to, right? Like, Liz isn't going to take him if she wins immunity. If Matt wins immunity, he might. So you just have to play along at this point because that's his only option to get to the final. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about it with George about how hard it is. We, we spoke about it more with the final too, but for a big player like that to get, like, even to a final tribal council, and so often it is around the loyalty. And, and mm. a player like Jerry is gold for George. Like, even just getting Jerry, someone who will then, you know, act like they're going to, you know, offer to lay down their life in the game. And I feel like Jerry was... There's, there's some murky stuff and maybe some contradictory stuff about, like, what he necessarily would have done if Liz hadn't won immunity, but I feel like he was really loyal to George. And that mm. level of loyalty he was able to get from him, I feel like a player like Jerry is so crucial to a player mm. like George in the game. So we've moved on a little bit, but I want to get back to the Matt situation. Yeah. Because do you think that this was... We, we wanted to see him play like this a little bit earlier, Correct. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I loved seeing it. And I just was thinking, can, could you not have done this weeks ago? I just love that he was like, look, George is playing us. I'm like, George has been playing you for months. R right, right, <laughs> like, right. But, for a very long time. But Matt has been aware of that. Matt has said they went to the jacuzzi the spa, I feel like they made an alliance and they have a jacuzzi alliance. He has been onto it and he has been, I think, trying to manage Jerry in that because yeah. Jerry's saying things like, oh, they might be kind of mad at George. Like, Matt, I think, is having that correct read. And I always felt that if anyone was going to kind of stick to the George train, to the gravy train that was George, I felt best about it for Matt and Jerry. And I see the pathway. Like, he was predicting a final two. Mm. There's a lot there for, for him. It's not yep. flashy, mm. but it makes sense. And hearing it from him, I felt just made so much logical sense to mm. me. So... While, yes, there could have been options, and I always have felt, you know, take the shot at George, try and maintain from there. Like, when you win, you'll be a phenomenal winner, yeah, like, let alone yeah. winning. But I do see what he was trying to do, and I think that while it was, it might have seemed passive, he was in control of that passivity. Yeah, I think that there was something there. And I think that the reason he turns it on now is because everything changes. That yeah. pathway that he was felt that he was offered is very, very different, and he has to then pivot, and he does. I actually really like that we heard that he said that he wanted to go to the end with Jerry because it kind of makes the entire gameplay for him... Yeah, it makes sense now. Yeah, it makes sense. The, the, it, the it gives story context makes to sense. the entire yeah. thing yes. of what he was trying to do, and it had so much validity to it. Mm. And, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we can really fault that as much as you can kind of... like You can agree and disagree with the, that pathway, but clearly there's sense yeah. to it. Mm. And, like, if he went down to a final two between him and Jerry, 
his story is the best. He's the winning pitch. I think he's in a great spot with it because mm. I think that he always had the read that Jerry didn't. Where Jerry, we, we see, like, we'll look at it a little bit like we were more of a team and kind of talk to it in a way that the jury don't appreciate and don't agree with. Whereas mm. Matt has always had that better sense of where they're at. He's always, like, you know, he's been upset, crying about being called a pawn. Like, I think he's seen it clearer. And while that might have caused doubt in him, it was also like a better read and awareness on the situation. So I think that that would have been a really good situation for him that he was trying to get to. No, I don't agree with you. Oh. No, I, we've been agreeing this whole time. I just wanted to say something because like, we haven't agreed this much on okay. any episode. Well, what, what, I don't know, it's just like the love fest. We like watched this whole season together. We covered it. We're all dressed so fancy. It's just like oh, we're here it. to be proper and nice and fancy. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, let's move on to Shawnee. So Shawnee's pretty much been voted out twice now. No, no, How do you think she feels? It. I feel like the first time would have hurt more than the second. I should think so. And because then... you don't get $500,000 for being on the jury. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, for Shawnee, I feel like she would have taken a little bit of pride in that. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> being like, you don't want me here because I'm really good. Like, that's, also... that's what Shawnee would be like. But also, you don't get a finale outfit. Oh, that's no. the main thing. <laughs> Sean loves her outfits, so she definitely would have been shattered. She would have had it planned. I would have been sure. so angry. I would be like, that's what I want to I've already sorted for my outfit. Yeah, she would have okay, been annoyed about so that. So you're on the jury twice. You've been like the mayor of Jury Villa. Mm. Tell me how you would have felt had you been voted out the jury. Oh, I would not have dealt. I would not have I been. Would okay. Give me the reaction right now. I, Han's been voted out the jury. Go. I would have just been like, the same way that I left. No! <laughs> like, why? I would have screamed. I can't believe she just, she just took it very quietly. I, I would have been like, what the heck? Yeah. Why me? Why? Like, I don't know. I get rid like, of Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's right there. Yeah. Don't we pile on Simon? Are we doing what? But okay, so I, from my impression of Shawnee, I kind of feel like, I thought, would Shawnee care about this? Shawnee be like, all right, I'm going back home to, to have my yeah. mind. I don't know, you know her better. Like, would she care? I think deep down she would. But I, th I think one of the things that you don't see, like when you are in the jury, as much as you're having fun, you're swimming, you're eating, you're just catching up on all those things you missed out on, but you're also constantly thinking about that finale, what questions you yeah. want to ask, how you want to word things, who you want to win, and it takes up all of your mind and yeah. you'd be thinking, like literally building everything up until that moment, and then it's taken from her. Okay, I love that we're like doing little theories about how she felt. You definitely would have spoken to Shani. How does she feel? <laughs> She's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is? Well, she knows that George was also in on this yeah. in a way. She, I think she knows George voted for her to be kicked off the jury. Right. So that would have hurt. That's too... That's unfortunate. It was the fourth vote of five I know, votes. But like, that's, not on George. that's not the one thing that George was not actually but, controlling. But to be fair, while she was there, she would have been like, it was George. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wouldn't have been like, it was mad. It was she definitely... kind of know everyone's writing by the end of it. Yeah. You would have seen it and been like, that was George. Babe, as if you do, we, we were changing our writing the whole time. But you can still tell. No, you don't. You I can't. Reckon. Like, sometimes I wrote with my left hand. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like... Backwards. Yeah. Wait, wait. My toes. <laughs> is, is this the tea that she that she's mad at George for it. No, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you do know. No, she's okay, not that was mad. a more she's damning not... answer than anything you could have said. She's not bitter. Um, <laughs> she's not a, she's a, not a bitter non-juror. Like, we heard about bitter she, jurors. Like, she's still not had a lovely time. <sighs> she got to hang out with some of the family members. Oh, so yeah. she was Great. just, like, living it up a little bit. She thought she was going to get booted, like, literally straight away and go home, like, in a second. But she got 
little bit of fun time to have a little Sean party. I yeah. would love to see that individual, like, I've been kicked off the jury alone and now I'm going to go get drunk. Um, like, <laughs> With like, the family members. Yeah, like, like, that's just, like, really, really just, it's like, actually drown so my much sorrows. Fun. But it is unfortunate, like, and that's the thing that people don't like about jury removal. And, and, and I get it from a TV perspective because I feel like we want to see Shawnee in that final tribal council. We want to see Shawnee all the time. We've, we've lost, like, Tessa in 2017. She was an icon, as I said, in Survivor South Africa to lose someone like... Who? Tessa. <laughs> I'm joking. No, Tessa, was, and Tessa was amazing. Like, she was... And she and she was such a super fan. Like, it's about having that experience. And Verna, as well, in Survivor South Africa, huge super fan who you would think, like, really wanted that experience. But having spoken to some of these people who have been removed from juries, mm. they are both like, look, I got voted out of the game, you know? Yeah. Like, like, that's my, like, main priority. Mm. And after that, like, I can kind of take anything, so... Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's a fun experience because I remember when I got voted off, I didn't think that I made the jury. So yeah. I was, like, really disappointed. And then when they told me that I did, because it wasn't... JLP didn't tell me. It was afterwards. So no one knew, like, that was still there. So when I got off, I got told the first member of the jury. I started crying. I love, I, was so like... much. I love that about you for so many reasons. Firstly, the fact that they just, like, put you to work as the jury villa chef. And you, were you paid for that? I don't know, but you should have been. And then there's also the fact that you're, like, the busiest person I've ever met. You had to give up so many opportunities just to go on Survivor. You could have gone home and you instead you're such a huge fan that you're like, yes, I'm going to sit here for weeks more and be on the jury and you cried of happiness because of that. Oh, I was like, so oh, happy. I get, it. I get it. I was so happy. You would have been happy. Like, you want to be it's, there. You want to choose the winner. It's... Aside from winning, it's like the best, <laughs> She's it's the best thing that can happen to you is get, yeah. making it to that jury. Yeah. And I'm glad Shawnee's had the experience once so it didn't hurt as much being yes. taken off this time because mm. that would have... Twice. Twice now. Yeah, and, Sorry, and well, yeah. yeah, exactly. She would have been a three-time jury. But I think I was also, like, really hoping it didn't happen to Haley because I knew how much Haley before the season, she was like, I can't win, I just want to really be on the jury as a yeah. fan, like, have that experience. And I knew for her that it would be meaningful, so I was secretly hoping that she would be okay. Now I wish it was Haley. What is going on? No, we're being fancy. We're being nice and fancy. Oh, yeah, we're being fancy. Okay, okay, we're moving on, we're moving on. No, I want Savage you guys back. You're boring. (laughs) Fight, fight, fight. I'll take a bluff from from her and she'll fight her buff. Okay. We... Fight, fight. You guys are being way too proper. Like, cut to cut 20 minutes ago with his keys just, like, <laughs> out the thing. I we do actually have to move on. So, final two, the final three. Thoughts, let's go. I love a final two. I was going to say, I'm, I thought I would much prefer a final two, but I quite enjoyed the final three. Well, the final three was created to reverse engineer an outcome. People were coming third a lot in US Survivor, so they're like, well, we'll make it a final three. Then they started getting voted out fourth. They're like, we'll put in an automatic fire making it four. We're gonna keep going back and back if we keep Mm. having this mindset. And that is for me why I like a final two, because I think it's the purity of the game. We've spoken about how hard it is to navigate to get there. And you get outcomes that the show might want more. You get the winner. So as an example now, to get someone that the show might think is a better narrative winner Mm. or has like a stronger pitch who's sitting next to two people that they can beat, with that strength, that's what the show wants. But for me, in, like the, in the purity of the gameplay, I just love a final two. It, it evens the playing field in such an interesting way. But do you think that it might go back to a final two? I think it's more that it confuses the contestants. Yeah. So it's so that, it's so that you can't really plan to yeah. be like, I'll take someone to four, yeah. get rid of them at four, so we can go to three and I might get a chance of... You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's it's- something that I've kind of thought I've liked in the past, is like confusing the contestants. But now I kind of think maybe I want them to... I don't know, to, to work with more information available to them so that they can circumvent it as well as they want. I mean, I'm one of my favourite players of all time, so Refields lost out. I think he was a final three, and then it was a final mm. two, so it's definitely been, like, a, a heartbreaking thing either way, and for, and for the contestants who are planning for one outcome and then get a, 
another one, obviously it's hard. Those are the twists of Survivor, though, and it is tough. And mm. I just think that if the show is getting to these final threes now, planning non-alims, putting them in, even when we have medivacs, and they still voted Angelie out of that first <laughs> tribal council and insisted on doing it, I that think... That feels like ages ago. I know. Yeah, I think if the show's doing it, then the players, I think, for me, should be planning for a final three, because that's clearly what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like from experience being out there, you like to think you know what's happening. And mm. then when it doesn't quite go to plan, it's like everyone has a meltdown <laughs> out there. Like we were expecting some merge feast and we didn't get it. Oh and then God. it was like, Players but where's merge our merge feast? feast? Oh like, why is there no merge <laughs> feast? Everyone's having these meltdowns. And we're like, guys, just chill out. But I think it's nice to have them not knowing mm. because you have to be thinking about so many different outcomes at the same time rather than just sticking to that one I'm going to take Jerry to the end yeah. and beat him. It's really tough. I mean, I can't imagine how tough it is from a player perspective because even in analysing the game, like having to go through each player and think what their pathways are based on two different possibilities is difficult enough in itself, let alone being out there and trying to think, OK, how can I best manage if it's going to be a final two or final three? Do I want to lean on how much this pathway will be great for me? Maybe like mm. someone like Matt did. Whereas I feel like Liz is someone like behooved more by a final three. Do I want to try and balance how I could best make use of these outcomes? It is really, really tough. And the interesting thing about a final three and also a juror removal is that the jury's really small. So you don't actually need that many votes to win mm -hmm. the game. Like four tops, but three can also get you a win. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. I've all, you know, well, we've, we have had it in Survivor South Africa, but all I want in this lifetime and continue to want is plurality jury votes. That's so fun. If it was a 3-2-2, that's exceptionally fun. But oh, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine what exactly, social media would do? Like, oh it would my melt God, down. It but, would had, but we've had it. We've had in Survivor South Africa champions, it was a 5-3-2. So we, like, to win with just five of ten votes. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I love plurality votes and plurality jury votes. This is so nerdy. It's so <laughs> is, this not, is this fun for everyone? Can, is we this... back, can we go back to you doing your world of Survivor being like, I don't really know what to say. I'm like, I just watched all this stuff just flow out of you. <laughs> I knew you had it in there. It just comes out I always. I thought about the juror removal, but... Welcome back to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal. We need to talk about this. Oh, that's nothing. Oh. Give it another spin. Another spin? Yeah. We've got to go to Tribal Council. We don't have time. All right. You got it, Liz. Oh! <laughs> Whatever Liz wants. Oh, my God. Babe, a girl after my own heart, always <laughs> asking for more centimetres. <laughs> my parents watch this show. My in-laws watch this show. My, my grandparents-in-law watch this show. What do you mean? I'm talking about the spikes. <laughs> Just talking about the challenge spot. Yeah, Surely. how do you? And that's how do you, I read it. Do you believe she did that? I can, yeah. <laughs> and I love how she did it as well. Just like, like yeah, go. Give me more. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my no, god. but it's I. I love this challenge. When I first saw it, I was like, this is so savage, and it's exactly what I want to watch for the you, final challenge. You know, I actually didn't think this was going to be a hard challenge because I was like, you're just holding onto bars and you're standing on something and you can just arch your back. And yeah, but for hours and like. The waves smashing yeah. you, you'll get slippery. It's not comfortable, but it's great for Liz because she has that little tiny body to manoeuvre around those spikes. And her limbs are long. She's, She's long tall, limbs. which means that she can manoeuvre around the spikes yeah. really easily. Because we see in this scene, Matt kind of gets stuck there and yeah. Liz is able to go from side to side mm -hmm. because her arms are longer. Yeah. I love the reverence that the show has for itself, the location, and mm -hmm. then showing the clips of those iconic challenges, Christy in the first, in your first mm -hmm. season 
which was like an iconic global survivor moment. And this is just so, so epic um, with the waves and uh, it's in, a, in the rain. It's it was really beautiful. a cool moment. Yeah, it, yeah, is beautiful. it is cinematic. Whoever organized the weather, like, yeah. times it really well. God Amazing. is on production. Gold star. <laughs> yeah. Gold star. Yeah. Um, now, who did you want to win this challenge? George, obviously. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you feel like he couldn't do it? He did really well, no, though. No, I'm just laughing because I'm like, it's just so typical know, for you to be like, I, I like want him at the no, end. No, I mean, obviously, like, is that, is that unfair? Like, this was George's season. Yeah. No, I know and, what you mean. Like, and again, like, I think that they're... You can't have the person you are rooting for win Survivor every time because mm. then it like, kind of lacks meaning. For, you yeah. know, it's more meaningful when it happens because we have the heartbreaks. And I'm happy to be heartbroken by Survivor. I think that George's story is one of the beautiful defeats that we see. It's so mm. memorable and it's, it's a great narrative in and of itself. But, like, yeah, in the moment, obviously, I'm, like, out of my chair wanting George to somehow pull it out against all the odds mm. to get what would have been, like, one of the best Survivor wins in history. Mm. Mm. I would have loved either Liz or Matt to win this. Like, Matt would have been great because I do think he's a lovely, lovely human and I would have liked to see him have that moment, yeah. especially with his pregnant wife watching and his little bubber inside. Hmm. But there's a but. I know you're waiting to jump in No, here, no, no, you were go. The, go. My but is <laughs> I'm glad it didn't happen because that predictable top three would have really bugged me. I don't think that, that would have happened. But, but, it, but yeah. it's still important. But it's, but it's still really, really important. Because, God, stop it. You're winning. I know, but I think so. George is gone when he loses. Yeah. I think, well, I think Jerry could go either way, but he, George is at least going to fire. Mm. <laughs> George, George has already undermined fire in this very season. So it's not looking good for George, but the necklace still really, really matters because we see later how much it becomes who took out George. Mm. And that has been like the narrative we've seen in, in mm. modern US Survivor. This big character who's so far out in front, who's going to win the strategic award that I give on my podcast and who takes them out to win the game and how do they do it. And I think that to get credit for that, by clearly wearing the necklace, it's like, I made that mm. decision. And we can talk about like what maybe Matt could have spoken to without the necklace, without that, because I mm. still think that there are important points there. Mm -hmm. But being able to wear it and being able to say, not just like we both outlasted you, but I won this to like mm. concretely take you out is was so, so important. I, I totally agree. I just think that even, either Matt or Liz winning, George was going to go. Do but he was just, yeah. Just because if Matt won this it's just and Jerry didn't make me. that move... Yeah. No, Matt's voting against George. He yeah. said it in the episode before. Liz is voting against George. That's already two. Yeah. And then it's about Matt, again, managing Jerry or George going to fire against mm. what would have been Liz. Liz. And the TBD but, on that But I reckon fire, he would but... have, they both would have been able to sway Jerry into I think, yeah, Jerry seemed to have... He would talk about that loyalty until the final vote and it seemed really important to him. And then he would also say, like, maybe that he would turn on George... So I don't think I fully know at this point. I'd love mm. to hear from Jerry on that. Well, I just think that, like, we see that Jerry speaks about how much the money would change his entire life and the business that was mm. crippled by COVID. So I feel as though once he got to this stage, he would have had that playing in the back of his mind, being like, I can't beat George. But what was interesting was that I think that Jerry was misreading the jury to a degree where he's like, the jury might hate George. And I think he's willfully misreading the jury because he so wants to go there with the, mm. what they describe as sons to him. And he wants to have his cake and eat it too, which is like, I can still be loyal and also maybe win. Mm. And he's, I think, trying to convince himself of that. So well, I think it would have been interesting. Matt. Like Matt would potentially weigh up Liz and George. Liz has done quite a lot still. Mm. George has obviously been the front runner with all the main moves and things, but George mm. has also burnt those bridges. So, no. I, the reason you know that he wouldn't is because he voted out Shawnee last night because the second that he knew it was a final three, he knew that if George didn't win, which was Nina. likely, 
No, when when he voted out Shani from the jury. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, yes. and I think that that really strongly showed that he was intending to sit with that with Liz, whoever won that challenge. And they kept saying to George, like, what if Liz wins? But it wasn't about that for Matt, at least. It was about now that it's final three, he never intended to sit at the end with George, to his credit, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now had to, to pivot on that. So, yeah, I mean, in terms of claiming it, it's so hard because that necklace <laughs> became so important to what became the most important move of the game, taking yeah. out George in, in the mm. season. And we see that after this, like, at Tribal Council. Yeah, 100%. We see that they go after George. Do you think George was expecting it? I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think, like, George will always be brash and George will always be confident, but he had to know yeah. this was a tough situation. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, a hard one. He doesn't this show is... it much at all, no. but I think Dave Daniel. But I no. think him not showing it is showing it because yeah. he would have gone harder, but instead he was just kind of like, because mm. he knew that he was probably going. Yeah. Really, 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 really tough spot. But then we got to see him looking like Freddie Mercury. So that's something we all gained oh, yeah. in his loss on the jury. jury. Again? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's something we all... I don't know what the word is Experience. Yeah. <laughs> now, who do we actually think took out George? Well, firstly, if you can't advocate for it and claim it in your words at a final tribal council, the move itself is meaningless. Yes. Like, you know, you need to be able to speak to it. Liz does, and Matt can't. So that's important. I think, objectively, Matt has a real argument here that I wish he kind of had used to undermine Liz's win. Yes. And that is... Okay, you won the necklace, but we both outlasted him. And the second he lost, I was taking him out, which you know because I took Shawnee from the jury. So there's my clear, obvious intentionality. We, you were sitting in a power structure where you had clearly not as much control as me. I have Jerry. I have the numbers. I used it last night in the jury removal. I actually got myself to a point with much more control than you. So you might have been wearing the necklace, mm. but I was making more of the strategic decisions. And had he been able to speak to that, I think that would have been really good because I think there's a real true argument for it there. Mm. What's really interesting for me during this tribal council is that obviously we know that George at that moment knows that it's going to be him. But before that, he actually thinks that he still had control of everyone, right? Like in all of um, his chats, it mm. seemed like he still had the power. Do you think he actually believed that? No, I, I don't know. I think maybe he's just playing into that role. He's done it for so long now. Yeah. So many days. It's kind of hard to switch off. But surely you know. You've got that gut instinct. You've got that gut feeling. I feel like... I don't know. It would be so dumb if anyone were to let George get to the final three and yes. pitch. Mm. So, so bad. Game losing bad. Game losing Worthy bad. Game losing bad, game losing bad yeah. You know, the only, the only type of person that would do it would be like the person that would pitch, I want to play against the strongest people. Oh, I want to... Oh. And then they oh. end up losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is my, one of my least favourite arguments in Survivor. It's like, I want to beat the best. Yeah, because then you vote them out. So you beat the best. But, yes. Yeah. So and 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 to you know the final three's credit, they don't go with that, mm. and they make mm. the right move, and it had to be done. Unfortunately, much to my depression. Well, on that <laughs> note, Speaking I think it's hope. time for me to cross out his face. Crosses out your face. Crosses out your face. Welcome back to Con. Crosses out your face. Do you know what? What? It's a really nice ending to this arc. I actually think you should cross out George's face. Stop making me do this. <laughs> People aren't enjoying watching you put me in these horrible situations. You know, it feels meaningful, though. It does. Because it, I feel like it was so much George's season, and to cross out his face, you're like, 
I mean, it's make it's making me feel uncomfortable. It's an but... end to a really nice chapter. <laughs> yeah. you, you sat next to Hayley and George here last season. You're well, really good well, friends. On Zoom, but yeah. Oh, you're on Zoom, yep. Yeah. Uh, you're really good friends with them, <laughs> and now you're crossing both of their faces out. Yeah, okay. I feel well, like you secretly <laughs> enjoy it. No, I really don't. I think you I, do. No, I don't. I, I'm actually really not enjoying it, and we're all now privy <laughs> to this torture that they're putting me through. And like, you as an audience, you're now, you're complicit in it. But I wanna say, what do you, before I do it, I'm just like stalling so I don't have to do it. Um, how do we look back on George's game? How, like, what's the final word on what I think oh, is like globally momentous game? Yeah, yeah. It's, he's the best player in Australian Survivor history, definitely. Wow. Yeah. Possibly the world, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly the but, world. Yeah, that was just, no, I mean, it's, I, true, it's, a though, really, it's, a, it's a really fair argument. It was yeah. just like coming, you're like, you love George too much. He's the best player we've ever seen. <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, because I just like tormenting you. <laughs> it's really fun for That's me. What it is. But like, no one can say that George didn't play an amazing game. Mm. Like, we can all crazy. admit that. Yes. The what way he can change things and just come up with things on the spot, I will never understand. That stuff would take me months to play. <laughs> and I would still do it wrong. And I'd still stuff it up. I know, he just sits there and he's like, Okay, that didn't go well, so I'll just change that. And then massive blindside, do you know everything what works is, in his favour. Do you know what it is? I think it's the commitment to being so sure that convinces everyone to go with you, mm -hmm. to just be like, this is what's happening because this will happen and that will happen. And then everyone's like, yeah, we're too scared to not let this happen. <laughs> just do yeah, it. Yeah, I think that, you know, pre-season I said, I'm not underestimating George anymore because this whole first season I would be like, he's out this week. And now he's out this week and he never, ever was until he got to the final two. And even in saying that, I still feel that I underestimated him because I never could have believed he was capable of this, mm. to elevate it to this point, to really improve on the social game, to really become so much of a threat for someone who had been a losing finalist. And if you look back at the, the moves, I mean, that episode seven tribal council definitely goes down in history. The merge, the vigilantes, the way he maintained it, the shoney blindside, winning the war with Haley, like, there's so many. The resume, the repertoire is, is an incredible thing. You're, you're no, pitching for no, George. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I'm, Enough talking. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm really proud of him. And I Cross think, uh, no, I'm... Cross his face. Cross his face. Okay, should I do this for the... This is it, everyone. Why are you smiling so much when you're doing it? Do you want me to... I cry again? Do you want me to cry again? I need to see it. Can you show it to me? She did it. Did you... Oh, did you make good riddance? Oh, my God, you made it really big as well. <laughs> oh, Aww. that's sweet. Well, for the last few weeks on Talking Tribal, we've been talking about the players' pitches. What do you guys think? I love how different they all were. Mm. So, I mean, they're all focused on something different, which is exactly what you would do. You kind of pick your, your niche to focus on and go with it. We had Matt, who's talking about the nice guy, the family oh, nice. guy. Mm. So, so oh, nice. nice. It's clearly like worked. Look at oh, us. We're all the guy in. you want to bring home to your mother. I know. But not the guy that I would want to crown. There you go. Well, yeah, maybe, but yeah. That's it's, what it's about. That's where he went. He went the nice guy approach. Jerry went the old guy approach. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that with utter love and respect. But he did. He did. He yeah. went through the I'm the oldest player, I've done all this, everyone doubted me, here I am kind of vibes. It was also an underdog story. Correct, yeah. And then we had Liz, who was the girl power, boss chick, that kind of vibe. Mm. We had three completely Balled different out. pitches. Yeah. And she just great player one, I think. Yeah. All those pitches would appeal to different people. Like for me, honestly, the nice guy thing doesn't work for me. I'm just like, we're playing Survivor. I want strategy. In life yeah. or in the game? No comment. Oh, wow. No, sorry <laughs> to he take it there. I feel like the, 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 all, the, all the boundaries have been lost on this show. Like, this is a work environment. Anyway, <laughs> the point is. HR. <laughs> yeah. HR. Um, yeah, I, I really liked all their opening pitches. And I, because I go into these final tribal councils really wanting to like 
and, and you know, really wanting the players to do well, to advocate mm. for an entire game that they've played so hard. Well done to all of them for getting there, obviously. And I did really enjoy, I think, like, Jerry had the specifics of, again, voting correctly, mm -hmm. the revenge arc, which is hard because I feel like the heroes won't see themselves as the, the villains that I agree they were mm -hmm. <laughs> with the Jerry story, but it's hard to, like, I guess, really pitch that to mm -hmm. them. Matt, in terms of not just being the social nice guy, but utilising it mm -hmm. and getting through that swap, like speaking to the specifics there. And then Liz as well. I think, she, you know, she came in to, to really give like the stats of how much control she had in certain parts and, you know, her alliances, her challenge wins and really came in with, with a resume, even maybe more than a, the story that the guys had. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed all three of their opening pitches. What percent of your game do you think you kind of twist at the end to make it sound like you planned it all oh, babe, for that moment. Literally, <laughs> when we're saying adding mayo, I'm adding the whole jar. Slap yeah. that <laughs> It's literally like every relish that you need is on this sandwich. It's like, I didn't, I'll, be, I'll not even be a part of any vote. I'll be like, I did that. <laughs> like, that was me. I, I feel like there was quite a lot of that as well, but I love to see it because it's like, this is your time to just <laughs> spread it all on. Oh, yeah, I meant to be really nice and then flip on everyone. Yeah, like with, oh, with giving Geordie oh. the phone call, I feel like that's just the kind of person he was. But yeah. it, he twisted it and made it sound like, I mean, it could be. And that's a good pitch, though. Correct. Like, it's like choosing the moments in the game where you've done something and you might have not meant to, but you can make it a positive exactly. for you. I will Spin say, it. I will say, it's very, very tricky because if you overstate your game, the jurors don't like that. Especially, mm -hmm. like, what are you claiming? Are you claiming their moves? And then they get really upset. So it's always in that middle ground of, yep. you definitely don't want to, like, undersell yourself, but you can't overstate yourself. And I think Jerry had parts of that where he, like, we're a partnership. Like, I thought that was... As, yeah. as I thought it was going to be the whole time and kind of seeing his read at the even mm. previous tribal councils, that was too much, it was too broad. Talking about specifics like, I turned George around at the tribal council where Stevie went home, yes, as George even says, valid, specific, correct, mm. and, and no one can take that away from him. But I think that um, you, can't, you can't just say, like, but I was also driving the ship with him the yes. whole time, because yeah. it's not true. You're taking away from George, who's a juror, mm. and people don't like that read. So. Talking about, like, not-truths and possible awkward moments, remember when uh, <laughs> it was like, yeah, I pulled this move that didn't actually happen? Oh, <laughs> it was, hard. It was really, watch. really hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, anyway, awkward moments, <laughs> let's have a look at this. <laughs> what I want to know is what move did you make that wasn't instigated by me? I went to Jerry and I said, Jerry, we have an opportunity right now. We can take out George. However, moving forward, we still trusted George, so we stayed with him and didn't, didn't act on it. But that was actually a plan. Awesome, Matt, thank you. a move can't be an idea. It had to happen. There's, there's no ifs here. We want to know your moves. I don't want to hear how you participated in my moves. I'm happy to vote for you. Just tell me what your move was. Oh, he is can, can, I tell, can I tell George savage. what Matt's move was? Because I, I feel like I have the answer and I'm what sad for Matt that he, that he couldn't speak to it. This is what I would have said. I would have said, George, my move is... From the pre-merge, Jerry and I had a final two without you. You thought that you got the two, that you broke up shiz? We were merry. We had our, own, we had our own thing. And we were riding the gravy train while it made sense for us. I was never sitting at the end with you, as you can see, based on the fact that when it became a final three, I pivoted, I voted Shawnee off the jury because I knew I was taking Liz, you know, she was coming with me instead of you. I worked with this alliance. I was a physical necessity to the alliance, keeping immunities out of someone like Simon's hand so we could take him out for a pathway that benefited me. So, yeah, it might have seemed like I was on your game, and in many ways, yes, but doing it for my own benefit that you were never aware of. And that is, I think, 
the pitch to me. That That's the move. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like, hands up if you would like Shannon to play Survivor? No. Uh, if I'm in there with her, no. <laughs> no, I think that's a winning pitch. That I honestly, a great I, pitch. Yeah, I agree. Like, that, that should have been said. And I feel like he was going a little bit too soft in his mm. pitch. It's like, you only have one opportunity to pitch for Survivor. Maybe two if you get to play again or Shawnee a third time. <laughs> um, fifth time for Shawnee, probably. <laughs> She'll probably play again Shawnee, next season yeah. for the fourth time. But Put um, on every season. But you do need to go hard because if you don't, you're going to go home. I think there's that fear of coming across cocky, but this is your time to be cocky. Like, mm. This is but when you want to... So. Yeah. And you... that was all true for Matt. That's what gets me because then... Liz later says, you know, Shawnee and I were doing our own thing, which is definitely true, but she gets credit for it. That's true for Matt and Jerry, but they're mm. not speaking to it that we see in the same way. And that was what was really frustrating for me because I feel like there was really something there. Mm. And then Liz just out-argues it, you know, because Liz, Liz talks about it. And, and Liz, again, Shawnee and Liz were really powerful. A lot of that is really correct, but she can speak to it. And that's what we see is so important. But I actually also love that, like, while Liz and Matt were speaking, they were quite polite in interrupting each other. Sweet. They no were waiting. like, may I speak? And I'm like, that's a point. <laughs> love that's it. A point. But I, I, I think what we often see in final tribal councils is, often, I mean, often we see that it's very different for each player because the jury will come in with a perception of them. Mm. And so they're, they're actually campaigning, I've always said, to different juries. It's all the same people, but the way they perceive you is different now. You, you actually have, like again, like different people that you're appealing to and their reaction to you. But I think that a really big thing that we see here is you start feeding off their energy. Yes. Someone like Liz, they're positive, she's strong, they're, they're nodding, they're liking it. She just gets bigger and better and she, you know, maintains that confidence. Matt, I, again, I really enjoyed his opening pitch, but I think when you have someone like Georgia Jura with your fate in the game, your $500,000 in his hands, saying that's not good enough, mm. then you slink in. Mm. When Khan is mean you to me on Talking that. Tribal, you see I back down. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I, you know, so that's... And it, it is. It's feeding off the, the, the jury. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I reckon all the questions were pretty good, right, this season? Yeah, I liked them. Yeah. yeah. They put a lot of time and effort into them. Even what the, else do you do? Even <laughs> the, like, proactive, reactive questions. Yeah. I loved I that question. Loved, loved, loved that question. They've, and amazing question from Sam. And I think that it's, it's an interesting way to look at Liz's game because I wouldn't say it was passive. I think she's making, like, active choices, definitely active social choices with George through the end game. But even something like the swap, which she actually credits here as proactive, I feel that was a bit reactive. Mm. She does really well with it, but she is put in a situation, Sam mm. knows too well, where Geordie basically cracks the heroes and she makes the most of it. But I thought her answer in terms of being really proactive from the beginning mm. in that really tough villains tribe that Matt and Jerry did not have was really, really good because she and Shawnee really were, I think, very central there. And to just get ahead of it at that point, mm -hmm. as they did as a pair, is something that you should definitely credit. So it was great that she talked about it. And what about Sam and Sean, what they had to say about Jerry or to Jerry? Hmm. Mm. I feel like that's something that I would never have even thought about or picked. Like, I, I didn't get that from watching the series at all, but it's obviously something that people were talking about. Mm. about Jerry's lack of ability to kind of put that effort into each and every person mm. and find out more about them. So here's my question, <sighs> is that the, the customer's always right, the juror's always right, they're the ones who have the control here. So if they don't think that Jerry had a good enough social game, that's really bad for Jerry. Yeah. Is it chicken or the egg for me yeah. <laughs> that he's in a hero tribe that's constantly splitting on him, sending him to the villains, calling him expendable. Are they doing that because they're not socially connecting with him? Mm. Or is he not seeing his place in his hierarchy, not feeling like he fits in clearly already? You know, like, which, which one is it? Oh, so, like, like, it's hard to connect when you're seen you as expendable. Yeah. That. Like, if you are in the position where you feel like an outsider, you need to work to make those bonds. And kind of, like, that's... Yeah. And that's it, might, what's... it also might not be a personality thing. Cause yeah. Because I, I, I feel as though... Like, I remember on my season... 
of Survivor, I made it a point to kind of learn about everyone mm-hmm. just yeah. because that you need to connect on some level and the only way you can do that is find a common ground right and for Sean to say like you didn't know any of my hobbies you just thought that I was a football player I think that's valid mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. fact that Jerry wasn't even able to apologize for it like yes that was like that was a weird yeah. way yeah. to answer it. it was I thought it was quite stubborn to turn yeah. around and be like I can't, I can't. Apologize. Yeah, 100% like, of course you can yeah 100% I agree from a social perspective, I feel like it's hard with Jerry because, as we're saying, like, the discrepancy in age. He might have got in his own head, you mm-hmm. know, about this, like, mm-hmm. this tribe that was, like, literally ruled by these Greek gods and everything <laughs> like that. And he might have felt like, this is not my place. He might have been wrong, but at that point it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. But, yes, apologising in these final tribal councils. I love apologising. People should apologise more than they do. Like, I think that that's, a, like, a great thing in life and it's something I've advocated for in terms of Survivor. And, yeah, if you're in a final tribal council, appealing for your, your game, appealing to win, and you've clearly offended the customer, the juror, it never hurts to say, I've clearly upset you. I, d- I didn't do enough socially, and all I can do is apologise for that. Like, it, it can't be bad. It's, it's, not, it's not necessarily owning a weakness or, or admitting to a fault. Mm. It, it is to a, to a point, but if you can show that growth and that, you know, like we've seen recently, Mike Turner in US Survivor, if you can show, it didn't make for a winning game, but if you can show that new awareness, maybe you do turn someone around. Maybe there is something there. I just feel like if, if the jury ever throws anything at you that you can apologise and say sorry for and take the blame, just, yeah, just mm-hmm. take the blame, now the you do it and you just go, I'm really blah, 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 but this is the reason behind it. You don't make a full excuse, but it's just kind of like let them know what your train of thought 100%. is. 100%. Not like, I'm so sorry, I was terrible socially. Like, you don't need to do that, but no. it's like, you know, I, I came in, this is, the, this is the pitch for Jerry, <laughs> I came in, I came in assuming I would be an outsider because yeah. I am decades older than everyone because I, did, I didn't feel that I would fit in. And yeah. I got in my own head. Now I'm seeing that that was insular, that was more on me. me so yeah. I apologise for putting that on you, for externalising that, and I should have tried harder and I should have mm. not assumed as much. And I would love to take you for a beer after this. Yeah, like, and like I want to find it. Let's, go for, let's yeah. go for the hike. Let's say 100%. Can't it made me sad when you made me cross out George and Haley's face. Is there anything that you want to say? Look, I, um, I, I really did enjoy that moment. I know how that might have made you feel. Yeah. But from my point of view, I think it would just have been really good for Talking Tribal to see you do that. Yeah. But I understand that that made you and feel horrible. You. And I am sorry. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, I accept it. God, I hate <laughs> okay. On that note, it actually has been an absolute pleasure oh, to work with the two of you this season. It's, it's been, so, been fun. so fun. It's been so great. Like, I've just loved it. But it is a wrap now. So I think we should grab anything that we can yep. because they've been assholes. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm going to take the TV. That was great for my house. <laughs> That's why I immediately took my bus, by the way. Okay. While the girls continue to raid the set, check out Tenplay for our interview with Liz and our interview with George. And check out all the Australian Survivor content on Tenplay. Until next time, see ya! Thanks for listening to Australian Survivor Talking Tribal, a Network 10 podcast.